Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Talk Recorded live. Hey, hello. Welcome to Tips to Target Individuals Protect and Support Battery Night Podcast. Today's date is June 18, 2016. My name is Shelly Hoyle, and I'm your moderator for tonight's call. Um, I'm only going to join the call for about an hour and a half, maybe two hours, and then Ella is going to open up her room for um, for the rest of the evening. So I'm on the road, and, and uh, but I didn't want to leave everybody hanging. So uh, welcome and good evening. We are about human rights. We help support and expose crimes directed at victims called targeted individuals. Our matters are organized stalking, electronic harassment, harmful frequencies, torture, non-consensual human experimentation, plain child throat, and the misdiagnosis of the psychiatric field. Please join our efforts in exposing these extreme human rights violations throughout the world. Again, I'm not doing a newsletter. Be as thinkable, settle down. I apologize. Um, <laughs> it's just been a challenge. Uh, I announced on Wednesday night call that uh, you know Kate is doing a lot of work with um, with Magnus Olson, US Tech and USTAC.org, and WorldTech.com, and so um, they've got a newsletter now so you can um, go to those um, websites and and uh, I, I think it's, I hope it's a free newsletter. Uh, so it's USTAC.org and WorldTech.com. Okay, Dave Boyce is always our, our guest on Wednesday night, and uh, maybe he'll pop in this evening. Uh, we have some updates uh, with with Dave Boyce as well, and uh, hopefully Maurice and Crystal to come in and say hi. I've asked Amy Anderson and Nathan to come in and update uh, the community about uh, the Wednesday conference call with the uh, Richmond uh, city officials and uh, and that some of the work that Mendoza. Mendoza? Anyway, uh, one of the council members is really working with the group, and, um, and so we look forward to the participation and getting other city councils on board with these uh, conference calls. And uh, letter writing campaign, of course, you guys, uh, most of you know, uh, Mariana uh, writes, please join us in our newly formed Google group, the League of Writers. We are a group of dedicated writers committed to participating harmoniously and collaboratively in mass letter writing campaigns to various entities and help advocate for the victims of electronic harassment. We will write to various organizations and entities to help educate, request investigations, research, and legislation, etc. To help urgently put an end to covert electronic harassment crimes on innocent citizens, we will be sending out bunches of letters and mass or collective voices are stronger together. If you would like to become a dedicated letter writer in this group, I'll just do join our crusade. And my, I'm really um, all over the place tonight. So um, you do not need a Google account to join or be an acceptable writer. So they have templates. And we just need to get about 50 people together. Um, Spencer Carter is also doing a um, letter writing campaign. He's from Texas and the TI Awareness 
group, and I think that uh, you guys should combine your, your efforts and get that 50 going. So a good thing. So again, you can write to Mariana at libertywriters at hotmail.com. And it's really important that, you know, that, that we can, if you can't get out of the house, you can still be a part of, of trying to expose um, this horrible, uh, these horrible crimes. And uh, so if you can't get out of your home and do a activism advocacy, then uh, we could use your help with letter-writing letter campaigns. And, um, and the research just keeps going on that really, uh, we we're such good researchers that we, we nab something that's really cool right away. So we could certainly use the help in, in getting our voices heard. So this website is fully operational now, and I will be working on that, adding um, some more important documents. Uh, Tomo is working on uh, getting a uh, petition of uh, 450,000 signatures. And uh, unfortunately, we weren't able to do it for this election, but I think that the community needs to come together with those efforts and uh, help get signatures. And I think that the topic is electronic torture. So also, Ella is, has a conference call. She's a new moderator. Her calls are Tuesdays and Thursdays from um, 4 to 6 p.m. Pacific Standard Time and 7 to 9 Eastern Standard Time, Tuesdays and Thursdays. And it's titled Triumph Over Targeting. And her um, code is 141476. And Ella will also be taking over tonight uh, in about an hour, hour and a half. So again, it's 141476. And the call, and she uh, has graciously offered to uh, uh, pick up my slack <laughs> so I can get back on the road. Okay, let me get back here. You guys heard enough of me. Get back to the room. Welcome, everybody. Okay. And hopefully we don't have too much bad behavior in the chat. I don't want to have to mute everybody right off the bat. So let's start with um, Mariana. You want to give the community an update? Hello, Mariana. Oh, sorry. I I didn't know you were talking to me. Hi, Charlie. Hello, Charlie. Hello. Yes, this you is Mariana. <laughs> yes. So, yes, we are doing the letter writing um, campaigns um, that we are organizing, and it is a group called the League of Writers. We currently have 24 members today. I just checked, and it's now up to 24 members, which is great. It's growing. And we are looking for at least 50 members. And um, we will be writing letters to a bunch of different people. We have a long list of um, government, non-government, educational facilities, academics, um, magazines, newspapers, media, we're going to be writing to a whole lot of different kind of people. And um, we're going to be doing education campaigns. We're going to be asking for research, for investigations, for legislation. So our purpose is multifactorial. And um, we just hope to be a very strong, powerful voice united with, with, uh, with so many different TIs um, writing for the same cause, hopefully getting to at least 50 writers. 
yeah, it's a good job. I mean, it keeps going up every week. So yeah, um, yeah, it really please, does. You know, get on board with that tip because it's going to come in handy when we um, start doing this work with the petition, um, yeah. getting pictures, that kind of thing, and uh, and just you know knowing how we want to approach uh, these letters and get them sent out and and that are like the heard and that this is a uh, this is killing people. You know, this is right. Uh, Stream. So, well, we know that. So, but thank you for your your work, uh, Mariana. Thank you. Thank you for letting us. Well, I mean, you and Spencer should get together at least for the signatures and be on the same page. If you can, you can manage to do that. I think that would. uh, You know, we're all going for the same thing. So, no. Right. Yes. Yes. We definitely should. Thank you, Shelley. Okay, let's do, is Amy from Oregon there? Can you hit star eight, please? Amy from Oregon, star eight. Trying to get Amy from Oregon. She's uh, doing a wonderful job. She uh, appointed this as the uh, support group coordinator. So if you guys want to uh, start your own support group, or she will be trying, if you um, are a support group leader already, she will be contacting you. She's been contacting a lot of people and trying to be, uh, we're trying to be more, you know, organized and uh, get more people, you know, encouraged to um, meet other people and to um, get on board probably with some um, advocacy approaches and stuff. Or just meet other TIs, so. Um... Amy from Oregon, star eight. If not, let's see here. What else? I'm just cold calling it tonight. So, uh, anybody from California or Air? Oh, there she is. Okay. Hello. Hey, it's it's. I'm sorry, it's Ella. You can't tell which Oregon. Um, I did Something tells me she may not. Um, you know, make it. She's definitely had it. She hasn't been feeling oh, well. Yeah, that's right. Her face. Mm, yeah. 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 Too bad. She was really sick when I talked to her, and I I didn't even keep it long. Yeah. Thank you. I mean, yeah. So, okay. Since you're here, let's get you to update about Dave's work. We did. We talked about it a little bit before the call was recorded. I like to get it on the recording, and uh, he's got a, an interview with. Um, this is really exciting, guys. I know um, the um, the other night, um, or actually yesterday, he had texted me and said we try to stay in the loop with one another, and he said that he was scheduled to have an um, interview on Monday. And what I didn't realize until this morning, until I did a little research, because I've called numerous radio stations, was that I had did a little research on the top AM talk stations in America, and I got a list of, like, the top 50, and it's number three in the country um, um, with the highest ratings um, is going to interview him on Monday. So that is, that's just great. I mean, that's fantastic news. That's a large viewing audience. It's syndicated. And, you know, I just pray that everything goes well and, you know, and that he has a great interview and, um, and he'll be doing that tomorrow. And I know he did a newspaper and he also was interviewed by the news in West Virginia and um, and I think I believe he did another little you know online internet paper and you know I'm just really proud of him. We should all support him and um, you know I know that means a lot to him. And if anyone's close to where he's at, he's posting 
daily and sometimes twice a day his location, and I know he'd be interested in walking with other TIs or meeting them along the way, and, um, you know, it gives a little break from the monotony, and, um, um, yeah, we're all just really, really proud of him, and I know everyone's been very supportive and offering help and sending me suggestions and ideas, and Tyrone called and gave me some great ideas, and um, I'm excited to kind of pursue him, and then Mariana, who's like the brain behind it all and the person who, you know, that's really, you know, initiated all of this, she, um, you know, has sent me a great email about uh, getting him on Coast to Coast and some similar ideas like that, and, you know, I'm definitely uh, going to follow up with that on Monday, and um, anybody can call, especially one thing I've discovered, and I know some people probably heard this, that if radio is easy for him to do because it doesn't matter his location because as um, I've mentioned um, on some other calls that the logistics become an issue. When it's newspapers and the news, he has to be relatively close. And so if anybody wants to give any calls to any radio stations close to them even, you know, it, doesn't, you know, it can be anywhere actually, and ask for the newsroom, um, calling seems to work the best. I have to say we're having much far greater success with phone calls than emails. But I know emails work, too. It all works. And I know and some and some people say, hey, I just got the press um, release. Um, someone emailed it to me. I was just looking at it. or you know, So it all works. You know, It's all great. I know Spencer Carter's been sending out hundreds of emails. And, um, you know, everyone's just really, um, you know, everyone's been a great help. And I think it's really important because this is an opportunity for us to get some great press, you know, um, I haven't, you know, he hasn't had any negative press about it at all. I know he was mentioned in the New York Times, but he wasn't interviewed. It might have been a different interview if they would interviewed him. But, um, you know, he, you know, he's a really good guy. He's very, very intelligent. He comes across, you know, wonderfully to people, and he doesn't seem, you know, you know, what's the word? I don't want to say crazy. I don't like that word. Um, disjointed. We'll use that. And so he's able to convey in a clear and um, articulate way. And he also has experience. He has the education. He has the Navy background. And so this is our chance, guys. This is our chance to, you know, to get behind this guy and, you know, any connections we have, anything we can do. Um, he sells it himself. You just have to get someone to talk to him, and that's all you got to do. And then they, you know, everyone seems to like him. They love the story too—a man walking across America with his little dog, um, in an attempt to bring some attention to some abuse issues. Um, and that, you know, that's mili- related to military. I kind of keep it a little bit vague, so that way we give it to David, and David can do his, you know, talk the way he talks with his knowledge and in um in an articulate manner. So, yeah. Um, we just have to continue to support him, you know, and, you know, if, you know, he needs help occasionally, and I know he could use a little help in his GoFundMe page. He is, you know, he's not making money on this journey, so, and he does have, you know, bills to pay and does need money. So if anybody, if we can just pitch in maybe even $20, $10, I know, you know, it's tough for all of us, and, you know, um, anything we can do to help out, I think that would be great, and I know he'd greatly appreciate it and, um, and could use that support. So, um and that's it. That's what I have to say. And then, unless you can think of anything else, Shelley or Mariana. Yeah, I'm here. I'm here. Thank you for all your hard work, Ella. And, and uh, really proud and, and honored to have you, you come in and help in the way you do. And you've kind of you've gone for it. Thank you for your hard work. I know it's a challenge to, um, because they lay it on thick, you know, with <laughs> the zapping your energy. I know. <laughs> Yeah, they do that, but that's okay. You know, determination is something in the mind, and that's a little harder to zap out of you. 
That's right. That's exactly right. Thank you very much. Um, I'm trying to find an update about today's programs. Do you have them written down by any chance, Ella, what's coming up? And uh, I know you agreed to do the Wheel of Freedom or, yeah, with uh, Eleanor White referral. And so when, um, and then you've got another one coming up, too. Um I have an itinerary if um if you want me to send it to you. Is that what you're trying to get at? What he is his media scheduling or um um where he's gonna be at? It's a little hard to hear you. Yeah, I know. Uh, I know it was his upcoming um radio shows and stuff. Yeah. Um, okay. So Monday yeah, Monday he has one and he actually I think he just did another he did an interview as well. So um once we find out the information on it I'll let you guys know where he'll post it. Um, I think that's your question a little bit. Yeah, exactly. What uh, so that we can listen, listen in. Yes, absolutely. Yep. Let me see here. I wonder if I if I call him, he'll come in and do an update. <laughs> let me see what. He, I know he's. Let's see. I know he's. He's probably done hiking for the day. It's yeah, I'm sure he is. He's done hiking for the day. Yeah, uh, I know, but that's pushing it. He comes down on Wednesday. Western Washington State, I unmuted you, and there's an echo, so I muted you back. If you're all unmute you, but for some reason there's an echo. Hello. Okay, I'll get rid of the speakerphone. <laughs> okay. Yeah, he's in Bridgeport, and so I think he's at a campground in Bridgeport area, heading north to Bend Trail. Bend Rail Trail. Okay. Well, you said last week that where is it? This is hilarious. I'm. I'm. This is. This is annoying. This is hilarious. Um. Oh, in our lives, right? Oh, uh, okay. All right. Um. He came in and said last week that he's got uh, finally, you know, some other interviews. I'm going to be, you guys, um, you had your hand raised at West Washington State. Do you have a question? So I'm going to see if Dave's going to come on. He'll come on for it. I have uh, something to add about Chris Bertolino when you're ready. Okay. All right. Um, many of you may not recall uh, Chris Bertolino's plight, but I have been in contact with him almost daily he uh made a, an appointment with a pastor in spokane washington and the next thing he knew he was uh picked up by the police and escorted to a psychiatric hospital in medical lake washington and uh his landlord confiscated or stole all of his belongings and he is now in a psych ward he would greatly appreciate any kind of financial help because he needs to hire lawyers or if you can a care package which would include healthy snacks without nuts beef jerky cheese crackers anything multi-grain granola bars nature valley that kind of thing and letters on behalf on his behalf to Medical Lake Hospital saying that he's not uh, a danger to himself 
or a danger to other people. His mailing address is P.O. Box 800, Medical Lake, Washington, 99022. He would also be extremely happy if anyone could visit him. His next court date is July 11th. And uh, he really needs to be released from there because he's not a threat to anyone or himself. Thank you. Hello? Can you hear me? Yes, I can. I don't know what happened to her. Maybe she'll be back. I think she had a bad connection. Okay, should I start over? I don't know. Let's wait till she gets back on. Well, I've got perps uh, monitoring my call, so I'll start over. I'm calling on behalf of Chris Bertolino. Many of you may not be aware of his plight. He met with a pastor in Spokane, Washington, and was, um, next thing he knew, he was arrested by the police and escorted to a mental psych ward in Medical Lake, Washington. Can you hear me? Hello? I can hear you, but I don't know about anybody else. Okay. Well, he was incorrectly admitted. He has not uh, threatened anyone, or he's not been uh, a threat to anyone or to himself. He would greatly appreciate visits and care packages. He needs size 42, boxer shorts, any any kind of healthy snacks. Was it because of what he was saying to the pastor? Yeah, the pastor... Okay. Um, well, thank you for that update, and thank you for um, for support uh, of him. And can you give out some more? Can you give out some um, uh, the phone numbers again to the community because he likes the communication? I, I could even three-way him in, but I, I'm, tonight's call is too short. Maybe Wednesday we can three-way him in. Yeah. PO Box eight hundred Medical Lake nine nine zero two. Phone number. Yes. I'm so sorry. His phone number is 509-565-4626. Um, 
And how I long is he <laughs> I don't remember what it is. Uh, is, that what it is. Is that what it is? 509. I'm sorry, it's locked. I'm hanging. Okay. Okay. All right. Okay, you guys. How, so, long, let, how mm-hmm. long is he in there for? I, try, I think he goes to in July. He's been wrongfully incarcerated. Um, he's been wrongfully incarcerated. Um, he's hoping for a positive. Um, Review on July 11th. Holy God. His phone number is, he was admitted in early May. He's been drugged with psychotics. His number is 509-565-4826. He would greatly appreciate any calls or visits from anyone. Or you can send him care packages at P.O. Box 800, Medical Lake, Washington, 99022. He needs boxes short. Okay, thank you. That's my noise in the background. Um, thank you so much for, for being his advocate and, and, and getting some more of the people involved and, and caring enough to follow you. I know we're really good at, at calling in and supporting people because... Most of us have been there. So thank you so much. Thank you. Uh Um, Florida, did you have a question? I'm getting a long list of uh, people wanting to check to uh, have their hands raised. So Florida, can I help you? Go ahead. Hi. Mute mute me. I'm sorry? I was actually responding to her. I wanted to find out what had happened. All right. Thank you. Okay, well, thank you. Yeah, I, we might have it. Let me see if we can have a conversation here going on. Hi, James. Welcome to the call. James. Yeah, hello. Hi. Hi, how are you? I'm great. How are you doing? I'm fine, thank you. Um, What's yeah, going on? Over oh, yeah? Okay. Uh, In the input? Well, I was- I think the main thing that's going on is that, well, I feel um, uh, interested that man would um, be in there for, I don't know, what's he been in there for a month now, right? Yes, he was uh, basically fooled by a passer, and um, he's been in there for, uh, since early May. And, oh, uh, <laughs> He's not getting any assistance. He's being drugged. Uh, he's having difficulty with his legal bills. He needs funds. Uh, he needs care pack- packages and size 44 shorts, um, boxer shorts. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's, so, um, well, that's bad. It really sucks. Why- and... And his landlord stole all of his belongings. Well, I think if you ask the landlord, he probably put them in, took them out and put them somewhere. And we'll get them back. The attorney has found out that all that is left is one tablet. He stole his suits. He stole everything he owned. 
and the only thing that is left is his tablet. And so I'm working on coordinating with him and an attorney, but in the meantime, he would greatly appreciate care packages, phone calls, and uh, visits. Hello? Mm -hmm. Did anybody think about calling to come checking out CCHR? Um, yes, I did. Oh, okay. I, re I recommended him to call SeattleCCHR.org, and I'm coordinating with them. Yeah, because I, he I heard that the TI that was in Michigan got out after just a couple of days of contacting them. Well, I wish that were to be the case, but they've been very slow to react. Uh, call, uh, call their main site. I'm not sure where it's at. Maybe um, L.A.? No, he's the only organization in Washington State seems to be in Seattle, Washington, but they have been very interested in this case, but very slow. I would call daily. Okay. Yeah, I'm kind of in contact. I didn't hear from them today, but I did hear from them yesterday. Yeah, and you you can tell him that um that uh well, Shelley, we talked about it before. Psychiatry is all a sham because it says, and you can tell tell that guy this, Chris, that the American Psychiatric Association states themselves that there's uh, no precedence, there's no scientific evidence or proven facts or yep. tests that he has any kind of mental illness. And if yep. they can't prove, if he can't prove, if they cannot prove that he's actually done harm to himself or anyone else, they need to let him go. Yep. I, um, he knows about that. Uh, I also gave him Seth Barber's phone number. Um, Barbara from Michigan? Hmm? Are you saying Barbara from, from Michigan? No, I'm talking about Chris Bertolino in Spokane, Spokane, Washington area. Yeah, I know, but you said you gave him Barbara's number. Who is Barbara? Seth Farber. Seth, what's his last name? Farber, I think. Yeah, uh, well, um, Tyrone was supposed to help, too. Tyrone got on, on Wednesday and helped out with... Uh, uh, it helped him with some pretty good information. So um, I hope that uh, that was followed through with. And while we're talking about Barbara, does anybody have an update on Barbara? Can I just interject, please? There yes. was a woman from California. And he identified how she got out of psych wards very easily, and I would like to make contact with her. She sounds like a kid, but I'll bet she's old. Ask Ken Rhodes, he helped get Barbara out of the Michigan hospital. Ask Ken Rhodes. Well, the woman who got herself out of psych ward was in California. And I didn't no, Barbara was, in Barbara was in Michigan. Okay, well, um, I'll contact her, too. Do you have any contact information? No, okay. I just know Ken Rose. Everybody's got Ken Rose, and I'm asking around asking Derek. But Ken yeah, Rose okay. helped to get Barbara or somebody out of the mental ward in Michigan. Now, you may be talking about somebody else in California, but I don't know who that is. Okay, but hey, you, hey, you, Chris, 
Are you talking about Chris Martinelli, who was in the Spokane Hospital? Yes. Are, are you saying he's in Washington Lake Hospital? Are you changing the hospital there, or what? No, he's Chris uh, Bertolino. Chris Bertolino, he's in Medical Lake Washington, which is just outside of Spokane. Oh. P.O. Box 100. Can I, can I speak to you? I'm back in California, and I have been in touch with Chris, so maybe this is part of the confusion. The barber she's talking about was from Michigan, and right. I actually did talk to Dr. Farber and Ben, I hate saying that, Calozine, he's the one that helped get Barbara in Michigan out. But he only will do that if somebody takes Melinda Kidder's Right, exactly. The other thing I wanted to say was, um, I'm the one that got the latest information from the landlord, and I don't know, he said all his clothes had bed bugs and they had to throw them out. Now, I felt like he was making up that excuse. He didn't tell me that. A lot of people have been calling, so uh, he was very defensive when I called. So I thought he I just he was I, very, very mad. He got, he's very mad about his belongings. He, he lost all his belongings except for his yeah. The, the landlord said, "I said yeah. just exactly what do you have?" And mm-hmm. he said, "All I have is his computer." That's yep. and he spent. He had thousands of dollars worth of suits. Yeah, that's what he said. The other thing, was in there, last you know, thing I wanted to say mm-hmm. is, he decided. Um, Oh, about three weeks ago, he he was going to go in front of a judge, but he had so many psychiatrists against him that he decided, and illegally, I guess you can do this, to ask for a trial instead of letting one judge decide his fate. So that's the last I... Yeah, Yeah, I'm aware of that. Arbor is helping him. I'm sorry, who's helping him? Arbor. Dr. Seth Farber? Yeah, okay. Well, that's not a guarantee, I hate to say, but... Oh, really? Yeah. No, he's... I mean, he's a psychologist. Right. Right. Neither one are psychiatrists. Somebody needs to notify the police department about the motel manager. The law requires that if you take things out of a room, you're supposed to put them in storage and keep them for the person. And he has to send a list Chris has to send the list to the police department and say they have stolen my things. Well, I have encouraged Chris to produce a list. He's been uh, slow at doing that. Um, I called and the motel man would not answer when I got the telephone. I just got recordings and he never did call me back. I had the telephone number and I never got to. The motel manager won't answer the phone to Chris. Well, he sure answered on that. When I when I called and said yes, I'm an advocate for a human rights group. Well, he he called me right back. When I mentioned the human rights group, <laughs> I would like what to know that no. helping Chris. But you can't talk that. over the noise, Shelley. Can you get that stopped somehow? I'm sorry. I'm not. I'm. A, I'm. I'm. I'm doing a road a sideshow. Literally, I'm doing a sideshow. Donald, so I called. I apologize. So but we're going to move forward. And thanks to everybody who's been trying to help Chris. And he's kind of, you know, it's just really sad. 
Um, thank you, ladies, so much, and, and the guys, everybody that's all. Okay, if anyone wants to talk with me, I'm at 206-518-4100. July 11th is his next court date. Please call me. What is Thanks. your name? Deborah. What is your phone number? 206-518-4100. You must reveal who you are or I will not answer. All that noise going on. Yeah, I have perps who are monitoring my phone calls via spyware. Yeah. Let me make a suggestion to you. This lady's talking about CCHR, the Human Rights Organization. Please, if you call them, I think they really will help them. And you must emphasize that they are wrong psychiatrist reports and that they are forced medicine. There are two things that organization works on. I have call. already been in contact with them almost daily. I didn't hear from them today, but we're in contact. Okay. Well, they don't work on Saturday and Sunday, no. Right. Well, I didn't hear from them yesterday, but I'm in contact with them. Sometimes you won't because they get busy and they don't call you back. They had changed the cancelers, and so sometimes they don't call you back in the middle of something. But I'm dogging them. She is, uh, this woman has been very, um, uh, how do I say, aggressive in helping. So I can only hope. Is there any other organization in Seattle that we know about? Have you gotten in touch with Laura and the group in, in Seattle? They have an excellent TI group in Seattle, and they should help them. Laura, somebody no, is in charge of that. You're right. You're right. You're right about that. Thank you for that. I yeah. have contacted her. I suggested a posse come out to Eastern Washington on the date of his court date. I have not heard back from her. I would very much like to get anyone and anyone who would be willing to go out there. It's about six hours drive from where I am, but there are some people in Spokane that can make maybe make a closer visit, so I'm working all angles. Carl, 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 somebody lives in Spokane. Whether he would help you or not, I don't know. Ask Derek, get his number. Yeah, I don't have, I, I, what I first contacted Derek about, but um, I didn't get any information on Carl? There's a guy a long time uh, time TI in, in Spokane. He used to get on the call quite a bit. I forget his name, but I could probably find it. But I, I uh, um, so if someone else can think of his name, he's long time, uh, and, and I think he even uh, logged in with Spokane TI or something like that. But um, okay, well, if you think of it, please yeah. call. Yeah. Here, someone said something like that. Yeah, I guess. But listen, I want to. I want to move on. Thank you, ladies. I want to get sure. some other stuff going on. And uh, yeah, but I, I like. To, go ahead. 
I, I want to talk about the um, thank you. Thank everybody. I mean, that's that's what we do, right? I mean, that's what we would want um, from everybody else, too. So thank you. Um, so is anybody here that was on the call with the city council members on this that uh, we had from Richmond on uh, Thursday? Uh, if so, would you hit star eight, please? I'd like to give the community an update about the, what happened there. I'll read. If you haven't heard, um, Derek, let's see here. I'll talk about the. There uh, <laughs> a couple people. Well, quite a few people were on the call. Um, the agenda was for uh, well, uh, Derek and uh, Amy Anderson, uh, and council members. We were trying to get more of our city. We just uh, the end, and hopefully we'll get more uh, council members from Arizona as well. Um, let's see. Uh, one of the council members, Eduardo Martinez, uh, is is helping out. Uh, they're going to calling another uh, council member and Dr. Barber for information. On hall discussion is we're aiming for. Uh, Roseanne is is going to send out her book, um, and and then contacting Dr. Don Hall, and which um, which uh, he uh, we already did, and uh, what we're asking for. Uh, well, what um, what Eduardo Martinez is going to ask. Uh, is in the town hall meeting is establish um, other TIs. So we establish their TIs. And then how um, do we identify? Then how do we verify them? Uh, what, cri what criteria uh, is necessary for the general public to believe? And once uh, verified, how can, how can they help? How can our officials help us? Now, and then on to, um, which brings us to the question of how and why this is happening. Uh, what we have determined is that a critical mass of the public needs to understand the issue before we can obtain enough public officials to support TIs in a meaningful way with the public. So, um, so thank you to everybody that's been on board and, and, and getting more organized and, and coordinated our issues forward. So then, uh, Derek, for a great summary, first from uh, from Richmond, and there were three of them on the call. So if anyone is not here, but um, I, I'm just <laughs> I might have been too short. I had agreed to come in. So um, let's see what else has got going on. Eleanor's getting; she's pretty excited about some of our. She's been a, a, an advocate. There's something else going on with um, someone becoming a reporter, uh, or let's see here. Let me get this right. Layla knows more about it. She's been communicating back and forth. There's Layla on the phone. And then also, yeah, I went to what Eleanor was saying, too. Layla, she might be at the end of the call. 
whoever is making uh, that noise, please stop. Please star six. Please. Thank you. It might, it might be me in my background. Sorry. I'm at the McDonald's and I can't be avoided. Um, so let's see here. <laughs> Cats can't help it. So, but we are going to, um, I'm going to start early and that, uh, and Ella is going to uh, do the call. Uh, she's going to have her room number and her room number is, hang on, let me get it to you guys. Uh, 14, 1476. Thank you. What is it again? 141476, so 141476. Thank you so much. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. When, when is her call open? It'll be open as soon as mine ends, and that's going to be in about uh, uh, an hour. An hour. Oh, I muted you get G6, but I'm just not going to play it in game here. Let's see. So, when we opened it. Six, okay, I'll do another hour. Um, okay, but I want to read to you some of um, God, it's just a lot of great stuff is happening, you guys. I mean, it's just incredible. Um, okay, Mike Rivero is a longtime advocate and radio broadcaster with some TV and cinematic production experience. On today's show, he gave a short one-minute spiel on how to overcome resistance with doing advocacy. I made her feel good. She's always got stuff to say. Um, okay, so someone is tapping on the phone, and we're going to take care of that right now. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so hit star six, you guys, because I really... Um, all right. We'll see if that stops. It didn't stop, so I apologize. And now I gotta play some now just I'm trying to do some it's just ridiculous having to babysit. Um so let me get back uh, back unmuted. East Virginia, raise your hand. I muted you. There you go. Okay. Okay. Um uh, let's see. <laughs> Shelly, I don't think we should forget that radio announcer that's in jail. Remember in Oregon, they picked up those people in that thing that Ken yeah. Rose was working on? Yeah. And he's still in jail as far as I know, and we ought to have somebody working to help him. Yeah. I, James is the closest person to where they are in jail, I believe, in Salem, Oregon. Okay. Is anybody well, working that. to help get them? I can't hear you. He wants emails. I'm going to thank you for the reminder. It will give the community his email address. Potentially wants people to write yeah. and I don't see something anything wrong with that for sure. And um, oh, let me get into that. Um, what was his name? What was his name? I forget at the moment. What is Pete Tentelli? Yeah, Pete Tentelli. And so um, he is looking for um, correspondent because they, I think they got him kept away for a while. And uh, he was a great voice for us. For is, he a long time. is he still in jail? Yes, he's still in jail. Oh, oh God. We yeah, have yeah. got to work on that, everybody. Please, James, get over there and do something. You're close. No, I'm seven hours away, but have you got his address? I'm looking for it right now. Uh, you know, I, I looked and I found Carl Spears up in Spokane. Yeah. Oh, great. Yeah. And um, if somebody wants to call me, I... I think I have his phone number. I don't want to read it over the air because that would be bad. 
Is Deborah still on? She can call you. What? Deborah was the one working on that. Yeah, yeah, she can call me at uh, what? What is it? Eight oh five. Five eight five. Five eight five. Zero six three eight. Zero six three eight. Thank you. Thank you. Wow, gosh, hilarious. <laughs> Now, Pete Chantilly, I really think we owe him a lot because he really worked on this thing for us. And he did a lot of radio programs for us. And I forget who he was working with, Ken Rose, I think. And if those people are still in jail, we need to write newspapers and human rights organizations and legal aid. And I don't know if we could get to ACLU and get them to do anything or not. I just learned the other day there's a new organization and Chaz here told me he had joined and they're going to ACLU meetings. Oh, uh, they they had a meeting in Washington DC last week. Oh, <clears throat> uh, I don't know if yeah, I heard this is James Nico. What? Oh, sorry. Sorry. No, we need we we should try to write Pete at least I don't know if we could get them out or not, but uh, I think it's probably going to be tough. Ken Rhodes would probably know more about it than anybody. But we really owe Pete and some of the others some attention and writing. Um, I don't know if it's legal aid or human rights organizations and newspapers. And I think everybody put them on. Facebook and um, the websites and tell their stories, we might get enough pressure on the judge. We need to write the judge because he's the one who did it. And if everybody wrote enough, enough people wrote to the judge, we might be able to file a new motion that would get him out. See, they won't let them out because they know they'll go back to California and they won't come back. Yeah, so they're not letting him out of jail. I, I Does do anybody know when his trial is going to be? No, you know, and Ken Rhodes would know, but I, I got the darn email, and I, I just, I, I think so, um, I can't even go through my emails, but I'm just so crazy. Uh, I want to be more prepared, because I think everybody, you know, he was really a good helper, always talking about our um, issues, so... He was. It was wonderful. Oh, gosh. So, special letter of approval. I've got so much stuff to say. What jail is he in, Shelly? Do you know if he's in Salem, Oregon, or Eugene, Oregon, or where is he? No, exactly. I, I have these. Well, anyway, for everybody's benefit, Ken Rhodes would know what jail he's in, and we yeah, we could run and send him some things. He would. Anyway, to see if anybody else does that, I'm going to call. Here we go, Texas. I have Ken Rhodes. Okay, hi, Texas. Welcome. You got any information? 
Oh, yeah, regarding Pete Santilli, he's in uh, Nevada. The Oregon judge uh, transferred him to Nevada because he's, uh, his, in addition to Oregon standoff, he's uh, facing charges for the Bundy standoff for his uh, reporting on that as well. It's basically a, a witch hunt. They're just uh, retaliating against him for speaking out in support of TIs and bringing so much attention to our cause with things such as the Freedom Livecast and interviews of people like Robert Duncan. You know, he would bring 50,000 viewers to those issues. So I think it's political. But he's in Nevada now, and I would love to get updates on his trial dates, his hearing dates, because we need to start writing the newspapers there. We need to start writing the uh, uh, prosecutors and any of the um, attorneys involved in the case. I would definitely yeah. help promote that and write letters because it's uh, he, he did a lot for targeted individuals, and he brought a lot of attention to our cause. Can I tell you something? Yeah. One of the best things to do is to put all this stuff on YouTube. Start putting all this stuff out on YouTube, what they're, what's happening to people. Yeah. The attorney sees that. That you could try a habeas corpus on him, but they're pretty much ignoring them at this point. Um, phone blitzes are real good to the court. Okay, I've got it, hospitals, you guys. Wherever they're, wherever they're being at. I've got it. I've got it. I found it. I found it. Thanks to Dorothy from Chicago. Thank you, Dorothy, for forwarding it. Uh, you can mail it uh, to Peter Santilli, uh, Peter, uh, S-A-N-T-I-L-L-I dash Swift, S-W-I-F, ID number 795071. Again, that's Peter Santilli dash twist S W I S ID number seven nine five zero seven one. Underneath it, it says inmate mail, and underneath that is the address at one one five four zero Northeast Inverness I N B E R N E S S Drive again. That's one one five four zero Northeast Inverness I N B E R N E S S Drive, Portland, Oregon nine seven two two zero. Any any questions? And that was given to me on June fourteenth. So that's. He's in Portland. I don't. I guess that's where the mail goes. I don't know where he's. Okay. Mail. Um. Yeah. I mean, he had a. He got transferred to Nevada for a while, but I haven't read about it since May. And he he was, you know, that's the last news I heard. So maybe he's back in Oregon now. That's good okay. enough. Thanks for trying to keep up to date, though. It's just, there's a lot of work, isn't it? There's a lot of things going on, isn't there? Yeah. I wish Jeff Jordan would update us. You know, that's darn it, and. uh the whole thing is is is, is so unfortunate, and um, we were just I was talking with another person about, um, you know, uh, we talked about this a couple of years ago about actually doing forensics on, uh, on you know people that end up dying and or even the mass shooters. But you know, it's such a taboo talk to even relate our issues with it, but it happens. So, anyways, okay. 
So that was the address, you guys, for the Santilli. And um, thanks, Dorothy. She's such a good researcher. And what else is going on? Someone else see in the community. There's a big splash about. Um, okay. Kudos to William Edstrom, Noel, City Council meeting update. UCAC application for the newsletter, uh, New York Times uh, reporting on cyclotronic weapons, yeah, June 14. Uh, there's Spencer Carter, uh, awareness campaign for NSA veteran and TI has launched the awareness. Uh, Meetup at TI awareness. Last event, www.meetup.com slash TI Awareness for Spencer's group. And let's go back here. Hmm. Um, attention, your deadline. No, I don't want that. Uh, gosh, I just read the darn thing. With, um, Eleanor was ranting and raving about a new... Marianne. Oh, Marianne also. Wrote, oh, another interesting. Okay, no, we don't want to talk about that. Nevada, here it is. Pavda. Pavda. So we've got. Everybody's uh, talking about www.pravdareport.com. And it's um, uh, I want to make sure I get this right. Oh, I can't find it now. I apologize, you guys. Um, Mariana talked to me an email about uh, this is good for me because the brain mapping at the Arizona State University, which we already knew, but this is a new link. This came out in uh, June eighth. Uh, a whistleblower reveals military mind control project at major universities. Um, secret of the mind control revealed. So this is, um, I'll post that in the chat for you guys. And then I'll, I'll, I'll just be quiet. I'll take this here. And there's that. that. And anybody else got some, um, anything they want to talk about, update? anything like that. Um, again, keep in mind that um, Mary um, Ella is going to open up her call and the room is going to be 141476 and it's going to be in about, I don't know, 45 minutes because uh, the call will be ending and she'll be opening up her room and we thank Ella for um, offering to do that chore for us. Okay. All right, so we've hit start eight. I, I wanted to update more about the city council meetings that we're trying to um, further uh, our matters with. Oh, yeah. And if anyone was at the, the, the conference call, hit start eight. Yeah, 141476. 
Um, hello, Arizona. Is that you? Is did you? Um, is that Nathan? Hold on, I'm getting to the mute. The mute here. Hello, Nathan. No. All right. So it's not Nathan. Is that slow? Yeah, this is slow. I have to shut my evap cooler off for the background noise. I didn't know you were taking calls. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I'm taking it. Um, but uh, we can, the call is going to shut down here a little bit, and, there, and uh, Ella's going to open up her call at 141476-pound. And uh, so, um, yeah, this yeah, shut my adapter off. Okay, well, hit, just hit star six. There's too much noise in the background. No, no, it's off. It's off. Mm-hmm. Okay, because I am hearing a bunch of noise now, so let's see here. Okay. Right. I don't want to have to mute things again. Okay, um, so sorry for the, um, I'm just all over the place tonight, but I'm sitting on the McDonald's <laughs> in the middle of nowhere. Uh, the cow pastures are right behind me. <laughs> you know. So, um, I am going to, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to remind Nathan, it is rear end over here. Hello? Hello? Are you there? What happened, everybody? I don't know. I'm here. I know. I hear you and you hear me, but I don't hear everybody else. They seem to be gone. Yeah, I know. Maybe she's, uh, I think Shelly's traveling, and maybe uh, she's got some uh, a mountain in the way or something. Well, she said that in an hour or something, she's going to drop off and... Ella is to pick it up. Fourteen, fourteen, seventy-six. I think is the ID. Right. I, I think that's one four one four seven six. You sure about that? This is Amy, right? Amy. I think she said somebody said I've got it in Derek's newsletter. Fourteen, fourteen, seventy-six. I think that's it. Oh, um, but I don't. So we, I don't we're want supposed to. to. We're supposed to call back. I don't know if Shelly's cut off. If she's gone, then we have to go to Ella. And But I thought she said she wasn't coming on for an hour. Maybe she's already on. I don't know. But Ella's code, you have to dial in again and get to Ella's telephone number. And in Derek's newsletter, it said Ella was going to oh, have... I wrote two. down Ella's telephone number, but I think I left it in the car. Where did I put that? No, no, no. It's the same telephone number as the talk show. And the code is fourteen, fourteen, and seventy-six. I think. Yeah, that's I mean, what I'm saying. I wrote down Ella's number on a napkin, and now I don't know where I put it because I'm waiting for some cream to dry on my toe. No, but so I'm trying that, to tell you what it is. All right, I, I guess that's what it is. If you remember that, she said it so fast, I wasn't sure. Well, they said it so fast, but fourteen, fourteen, I know is right. So try seven, six. Fourteen, fourteen, seven, six. Oh, so that's what what she said she would come on. Uh, okay. Um. All right. Uh, let's see here. Uh, is Kate Ryan on? Would you hit star eight, please? We can get an update from Kate. She's got a lot of good information. There she is. Hi there. Hi, Kate. How you doing? 
I'm doing good. I'm on the road, so this is a challenge for me. Um, yeah. I know, I'm sitting in McDonald's. Uh, so how's it going? Update us about what's going on on your um, neck of the woods and some of the stuff that you've been working on. Uh, I mentioned earlier that there's a newsletter coming out with a, a world tax, and, uh, and I, I didn't think there was a fee to be to subscribe to the newsletter. Is, am I, is, it, is it a free newsletter? Yes, it is. There's no fee to to get it. No, um, we're just uh, you know anyone that clicks on on the World Cash or U.S. Cash sites, um, they just go down to the right hand side. There's a map there, and right below the map, I believe, um, you can click on the on that and um, and enter your email address, and you'll be ready to get the newsletter. Um, I don't know the exact date the first one will be out, but it should be pretty soon. I know Magnus has been working tweaking it to make sure it works right. But it would be um, worldcash.com or uscash.org. And that's C-A-C-H for those that think it sounds like um, money. (laughs) Um, I also wanted to – I don't know if we talked before – um, Shelly, about um, how things went with Barbara at the hospital, but I did want people to know that she had gotten out, and um, she did feel very strongly that uh, the letters um, that we sent to the judge, the doctor, the um, hospital administrator, and the nursing director did make a difference, and um, basically we just informed them of the fact that someone like Curtis Bennett was lecturing for medical credits and therefore they could no longer rule out the technology he's using. So uh, I just wanted to make sure everybody had heard about that. Um, I'm hoping that Barbara will talk to us at some point, but I, and maybe somebody on the call has talked to her lately. I have not. She wasn't ready to talk when she first got out. She was just you, know. you have reached the maximum time permitted to record. To send your message, press 1 at any time. To listen to your message, press 2. To re-record, press 3. For more options, press 4. To cancel, press star. What's going on? Message erased. You have reached the voicemail box of 5206310155. That was interesting. Anyone there? Hello. Hi. 
<laughs> yeah, I'm here also, and I think what happened is Shelly, uh, <clears throat> Shelly was going to be leaving like in an hour and a half to two hours, and there was another um, there's another conference call box. So I have a funny feeling um, that it's gone over to the other uh, number so that she had given out, which is going to be talk shoe. And it probably, if she only had it for a couple hours, so it probably ended. So let me give you, does everybody have the other number? No, Hi, you guys. I'm, I'm going to put a stop to this noise. I, I, I tried to get a hold of Nathan, and the call just went goofy. And um, so let's, let's keep this. So we've got one, one, four, one, four, seven, six. Is that the next call for Ella? Yes, it'll be in about a half hour. So, yeah, thank you. Okay, so 141476. Uh, a man in the hospital in Spokane, and her name was Deborah. And I, I have Carl Spears' number, but I don't want to read it out over. And she's probably not there anyway. But I, I took her number down wrong. And so, if somebody knows her, could, could they give me a call? At two three two five three nine two nine nine two eight nine. So Deborah from Washington State, would you hit star eight? So and uh, if you don't mind, so that uh, so James can um, get that phone number. There we go. Let's see. Is that you, Deborah? Hi, this is Deborah. Hi, Deborah. So James is trying to reach out to a um, Carl, I guess. Can do you mind repeating your number? Please. Oh, my number is two zero six. Mm-hmm. 518-4100. You can send me a text or call me. So that was that 4081600? No, 206. Uh-huh. 4100. Zero, zero. All right, got it. For some reason, I just can't take the numbers. And what's right. number 253929? What's that? 9289. 92. Well, I need the whole number. 253? 253 929 James Lico. Okay, thank you, James. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, I sir, and thank you for um um that the extra effort there, um, James and Deborah. Thank you very much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, the energy is kind of goofy tonight. Um and Kate, so Kate, I wanted to ask you now, 
because um, you were you're oh you're are you following that um yeah this this is here I want to make sure this is right um the Pravda P R A V D A Okay, do you know anything about the Pravda, P-R-A-V-D-A? This is James Lico, and I'm in uh, Southern Oregon. And um, I have um, Carl here who lives in Spokane. Can you hear me? Okay. Yeah. Oh, okay, there's something wrong with my phone. It's something wrong with the phone tonight. It's it's it's, it's, it's yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I haven't followed it as well as I wanted to. I am a little behind on it. I talked to Carla about it a little bit today. Um, I don't. Well, can you tell us anything about it at all? Because I don't know anything. I oh, see. Oh my gosh! Here we go. I got the whole thing. Uh, um. Hmm. Um. Oh, oh, I got a book here. I, I, I yeah, um, uh, yeah, that's it's too much to go over. Okay. You know something, you know, that you can kind of recap and, and briefly just tell what's going on. Isn't isn't this guy a reporter or a radio broadcaster or something? Um, yeah, I really don't know enough about it, Shelly. Okay. Sorry. Um, no, it's all right. It's okay. Yeah. Yeah, no problem. Okay, so let's just, um, I mean, because um, you me several emails, and so let's talk a little bit about, I'll just go through one, and let's see. New research fusion centers, uh, Dr. Lorraine Sheridan and Mike Sheridan misled everyone. What, what was that all about? Well, um... My my understanding is having you know some people read the, them very thoroughly. I, I have to say I skimmed them, but for the most part, um, they're extremely biased. Um, we're looking into Carl and I were talking today about looking into exactly where they did their research. I don't know what this is about. Um, these people wrote an article about gang stalking and how delusional it is. And um, what we're trying to do right now is locate um, where they did their research so that we can, you know, answer it in a factual manner. So we're going to be working on that. We discussed it a little bit today, some of the details we are going to go look into. Um, But we... You know, we feel very strongly that the best way to counter uh, Mike McFate is to get all the facts together. And um, by getting the facts together and just... Yeah, hold on just a minute, Kate. Hold on. Just, I'm really tired of this noise in the background. Uh, and it's very rude. So let me get this muted. And if I, I think um, this is the problem. There. Is that better? Or did I mute Kate too? <laughs> oh, okay. Did I just mute you? Okay. So let's do. Let's leave that one alone. And this. 
I'm just going to mute everybody here because this is I'm tired of this noise and that that. Okay, and I find that just that's not acceptable. So, okay. Yeah, so um, we're, we're going to be looking into seeing, you know, exactly the best way to respond to McFate with um, factual information, you know, as far as their bias. Um, also, I, I did talk to someone a few years back. Uh, we had done a, a Twitter campaign, and... Um, we're looking into possibly doing something of that nature again. Um, it's going to take a while. And if anyone has access to the Twitter accounts of various reporters, if we were to unite and put them all together, we could do a blast of the information we do come up with um, so that they're aware of the biased and the unbalanced article that McFate did. I think that's a great idea. I mean, because I'm not, I'm kind of excited Twitter because I went and checked it out. Um, but no, I think there's, you know, yeah, it's one absolutely communication tool that we should be approaching as well. Yeah. And also, I, I wanted everybody to know, too, that I know that um, a couple of days after the article came out, people did um, put their uh, comments on Facebook. Um, on the New York Times page. Um, the New York Times science page is a little more accessible now because there's not as many comments on it. So if you go to the science page, I, I think if you scroll down, you won't have to scroll for days and days to get to the original publication. And it's a good way to um, you know, be talking within the scientific community about what's going on. So I just would encourage everyone to to go to that page. Um, New York Times Science, I think it is. Well, you know, I know Spencer Carter does a lot of work on Twitter, but, um, uh, you know, we could, uh, we need a, co- you know, if we're going to do it, let's do it. Let's have a, a Twitter coordinator, <laughs> you know, and because um, it, it, I think it works out better if one person, you know, we can delegate and, and then organize, yeah. And then go from there, and then get then get people going on um, the approach. So, um, I know Spencer's done a lot more, a lot of work already with it, and uh, but, so you're right. Though we should be uh, we should be uh, just same as the letter writing campaign. We should be nailing these uh, media outlets and, and you know some of these other places that we can get our voices heard. Yeah, yeah. I think that um, you know rather than doing it in a piecemeal way, if we do it. Um, maybe United, if we organize and do it like the same day, and they're pretty much inundated with the information, they'll pay more attention to it. It's a wonderful idea, Kate. Great idea. And I, we've been we've talked about it before, um, but it needs to be on the to-do list for sure. Yeah, and I think I believe Karen Stewart has also been ta- um, thinking in that direction about getting coming up with a date where we all do a sort of a blitz campaign of, uh, you know, getting the word out. Yeah, 
I mean, if we can get her on board, no matter how, that would be that'd be great. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I'll and I'll encourage so, her, and maybe you can do the same and see what we can uh, come up with. Shall we? Yes. Hi. Hi. I, I came in late, but you were trying to figure out who Pravda, what Pravda is. Is that? What? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Pravda. And it never ceases to amaze me how old I am and how young these people are. <laughs> because Pravda was the national, it was the official newspaper of the Soviet Union before it pulled oh. up. So I don't know where it is now, but that's all I heard when I was growing up. When you hear, heard something from the Soviet Union, it was always Pravda said this and Pravda wrote that. So it's a newspaper, or was a newspaper. It's probably a whole media thing now. So, anyway. So, it's a Russian, it was a, 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 like the New York Times of Russia, is a Pravda. Possibly. <laughs> but it was official. <laughs> I believe it was more affiliate. At that time, of course, everything had to do with the Communist Party. So, Pravda was the official folks, uh, you know, newspaper that spoke for the Soviet Union at that time. I don't know where it is now, but I just remember growing up in the news, Walter Cronkite or somebody else would say, Pravda, uh, you know, headlines of Pravda today said this or that. So it's a major newspaper. I'm not sure what happened to it after the breakup of the Soviet Union, which has been a while. Well, let's see here. Um, uh, wait, she just sent me something. Long term. Bravo to Dr. Hall. Let's see. I think it was today I got it. Let's see. What, um, no. Yes. Oh, no, no. Anyway. Well, thank you for that. That's uh, that's good to know. I mean, because uh, I, I kept seeing these emails with Bob on. I'm like, what's the next one? Um, Shall I? Yes. Um, I don't know if this is a good idea or not, but is it? I don't know. Kate is organizing it. It sounds like. What happens if certain people take certain sections of the article and zero in on it? Like you know, kind of like coordinate it that way, and then you could just. Blast them, you know. So if somebody has a feel for one paragraph that was put in there, then they do the research on the proof and the people and all that, you know, and kind of break it up that way. I think it's a great idea, but we need to get the strength in numbers first. So we keep yeah. encouraging, you know, that we need 50 people, and if we can get the 50 people as a group effort, then we can. Then they then they'll start talking about. I think it's a great idea. Um, you know, certain. Well, we of course we can use it for all kinds of things, and absolutely, if we get an article that we want to uh, uh, research and, and then respond, or you know, uh, go to Twitter or you know things like that, I think that's a great idea. More, we can always use more uh, organizations for sure. You know, and and more other people are more experienced at, on you know different levels, so it's a good idea. Oh, gosh, here we go with some stupid stuff. Like, okay, the, the chat's blocked now, you guys. I'm only, there's a long way to be here a half hour, y'all. And uh, just uh, the follow-up, Ella, Ella's going to open her call. 
uh, in about a half hour, and the, um, the conference ID is fourteen fourteen seven six. Fourteen fourteen seven six. And they're gonna harass you, LSO. Just be prepared to um to get out of hand, just check it out of hand, just block the rest of the chat for the rest of the night if they can't be used. Okay. Um, so anybody want to talk about um any advocacy? Um anything any anybody had here about any new shielding ideas? Um I know last week we talked about uh with Tomo. Uh, we're putting together a petition, and uh, we've been talking a lot about. Uh, and she wrote this wonderful um, draft uh, and tried to get it in for this year's uh, election, and it didn't happen. So we have four years now to prepare. Uh, we I think we need 450,000 signatures. I think that's plenty of time, and it's already written up. Um, so um, there's. We can definitely work as a community and and get enough signatures so that the, her topic is electronic torture, and um, so I think it's a wonderful um, draft and 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 wants to get that put into uh, a vote, and we, so we need the signatures, and so you'll be hearing more about that as well. Um, so another great effort. Star eight, if you want to, or unmute some people. Uh, Northwest uh, California. All right, let's do this. Jumaya, hi. Hi. Hello, Jumaya. Uh, Yeah, I didn't start eight, so. I know, uh, but I was going to ask you a question, if you don't mind. Yeah, Yeah, let me turn down the fans. Okay, sorry. No, it's just a little noisy in here. Go ahead. It is noisy. Yeah. Well, Dr. Duncan worked on um, the um, um, shoot. I decided to do my job. The soul, quantum soul. Quantum soul. What is quantum soul? Say that again, please. What is quantum soul? S O U L. What is soul? Quantum. Oh, quantum soul? Hmm. Quantum soul, yeah. Duncan's working on that. So I just was kind of intrigued. Well, you know, it might be, and I haven't really, really researched it, but it sounds to me like um, an energy form of your personality. I think they're working on something where they can steal your energy in the invisible realm. And that may be an artificial type soul that they can, you know, create with AI or with some frequencies and plasma physics. And that's something that they may be wanting to harvest 
of our, you know, of our people. But I don't know if it's a true soul on the the highest levels. That's that's some scary stuff. Harvesting everything, you know. We already know about the AI, super AI, and they're, and they're you know robots are teaching babies and unbelievable things that they're doing. You know, they'll be having robots in the in the army pretty soon and just replacing us. Period. But um, but they can't capture the human spirit. So that's what they're trying to do. They're trying to capture the human spirit. Yeah, I think they are, and um, my theory is that a lot of the pain and, and organized stalking and cr- criminal activities surrounding us is um, a distraction and diversion from a higher level of this, uh, you know, trying to steal our energy. So, you know, I'm working on trying to maintain a, a vision of what that is and wh- what they're trying to do, how they're doing it. Um, but most people are, of course, worried about their well-being on a physical level, you know, survival and, and nutrition and legal action, whatever they're doing. But I'm thinking that on a higher framework, like maybe through DARPA and so forth, that they are trying to harvest our energy. And we have to be aware of it. That's frightening. It's just bizarre. And I think they're doing that through getting people to emotionally react, which is a real big deal to them. Yeah. Yeah. You, yeah. you might be right there, yeah. Yeah, because when you emote, you are actually transmitting, you know, part of yourself. You know, yep. you're sending out piece of yourself when you yell or you cry. Yep. But also, the the interesting thing is, you know, I've been playing around with neutral energy because even if you use positive energy, you're still giving energy to them. Yeah. I know that sounds yeah. weird. Yeah, staying centered is one of my key you know, I agree. things that I repeat. Wait. I say centering and grounding constantly. And really, really touching into your own energy field because it gets very hard because there's so much of their energy being blasted at you in in every arena. That's right. Mm-hmm. Oh, they're always trying to they're always trying to push your buttons. You know, see what always. they can get. That's mm-hmm. the biggest. I think that's the biggest. How do I put this? <laughs> um, their biggest use. They, they they get they get the most information. I believe through emotional realm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and what they what they're trying to do? They believe that the soul starts in the brain, and what they're trying to do. Um, is to figure out how it works in the humans or in humans. And they, they're the same thing that they've been doing with everything else. And they're looking at the neurons and different parts of the brain to see if that's really true. They They believe that the soul does start in the brain and works through the body. So well, that's, it's good enough if they want to assume that because, you know, that's like saying, uh, you know, I'm, I'll, think of, I'll think of an analogy. It's like saying that driving a car is the same as just looking at the tires, you know, when you're missing out on the rest of it. Right, exactly. Well, that, that's what they're starting with. They believe, that they believe the soul exists. So just another avenue for them to take apart yeah. the human brain through the body. And uh, try and figure out something and destroy people. <laughs> yeah. I think, 
That's the reason they keep everybody, though, in stress and high emotional stress, because when you do that, the, it bypasses the, the thinking ability. So you're in total post-traumatic stress reactive survival mode. Yeah, and it's, it's probably probably why we're seeing um, more cases of Alzheimer's pop up. Why is that? Explain that. That's an interesting comment. What do you mean? Uh, I believe that part of this with Alzheimer's has to do with um, some of the some of the scientists, what they're actually doing, some of the testing that they're doing. I believe that it's the testing they're using the human brain. They don't care who it is and they're using um, different technology through Wi-Fi to actually do some of the administration of the tests. And I believe that's part of that's causing Alzheimer's. Well, the only reason I'm asking is because my memory is just going to pot, and I know it's what they're doing, but I, I, that's why I... Yeah, I, I have seen... I've talked to different people about it, and a lot of people believe that's what's happening. There's a lot of people that are that are having problems, issues with their memory. And Do you know how they're doing it, though? No, still working on that piece of it. I know it has to do with I know it has to do with the um, degradation of the frequencies down to 60 hertz, down to the level of our brains. And from there is what what we're working on right now. Yeah, I didn't know if they were just um, making neural pathways over and over and over again, destroying the the ones that were there that we've created during our lives as part of our memory. Do you understand what I'm saying? They're like right. creating new neuron pathways. Well, they can do that. They have actually proved that. They have proved that they can regenerate pretty much any part of the brain. Um, and different studies have shown that, and some of it is in infancy. Um, but they have proven it, and it's how they're going to put it out there as far as through a pill, through some type of... Uh, it's. They haven't said yet how they're going to put it out to the general public on how they're going to resolve it in the human brain, but they are there with some pieces of it. They just come out not that long ago and said that they can regenerate gray matter. That's something that they thought was impossible to do. So they are doing the studies, and it's it's questionable on what they're using to do the studies, and that's the part of it that we need to make sure that we figure out as far as if it's coming through Wi-Fi, if it's coming through cell towers, if they're using anything, any type of device such as an antenna um, to be able to do that. And that's what we're looking at. You guys, thanks for unmuting me, Shelly. And I hope you have a good trip where you're going. I hear this is uh, Lane in Texas. I, I forgot the initial question, but we were talking about how they something dealing with Alzheimer's and the energy. Um, I think when we're being deprived of sleep, uh, waking a lot during sleeping, therefore if not getting your dreams, your normal dream pattern and rest. Oh, that's interesting. I think that, I think that allows, yeah, I think that allows persons to zap the energy too. I wonder if that would also destroy the whole neuron pathway. 
Okay, we got a lot of noise again, you guys, so please hit star six if you've got noise in the background. Thank you. I think it's possible that the smart meters are maybe messing with our memories, too. I'm noticing some differences in myself since they put a smart meter on the home I live in, and I'm hearing other people complaining about their memories also, hmm. young and old. Did Curtis say yeah, anything about that? Does anyone recall? No, you know what you might. I mean, the whole thing is it, they're putting together. It makes a lot of sense. I mean, because we are stupefied, and, you know, they constantly keep us engaged in post-traumatic stress, uh, you know, and, um, I mean, all of that ties in, this, you know, learning. They're, they're, they're continually learning, uh, and, and especially under, under stressful situations, because that's when they, you, you can't... Uh, you can't tell what the human compassion spirit is going to do under certain circumstances because we go into uh, protective mode and we do you know, things that you wouldn't expect. So, um, yeah. Maybe just living in that mode, Shelley, can um, erase memory. Yeah, I've heard that, actually. That, Have that's, you really? Brian, too, talks about that all the time, <laughs> you know. Uh, what does he call that? Um, <sighs> uh, anyways, I asked. How horrifying. <laughs> yeah, yes. Um, somebody's, I get texts from somebody sometime, and uh, there's this guy I met, and I don't know if, it, if it's coming from him or not. Uh, they're positive little input text, you know, kind of like a little word of encouragement. Uh-oh. Okay, hang, hang on a second. Um, yeah, so before I hit, um, I'm going to mute some people here because, uh, all right, go ahead, Jody. sorry. Okay, and and um, this person, though, is not, um, if I try to text back, they're not responding. And so then one day I decided I was just going to keep texting, and I'm like, well, who are you? Why are you not answering me back? I said, are you a computer program? Are you non-human? And then I said, do you, um, do you work for a three-letter alphabet soup agency? And then they responded. And then they said, yeah. And uh, basically confirming they work for a three-letter agency and said that they are training the mind. And I noticed that they were trying to give me positive input when they contact me, but it makes me a little leery that, you know, which it's kind of nice, but I'm leery that, okay, well, you work for a three-letter agency. That tells us a lot right there. You're not saying who you are. And, you know, just because you're giving me some a little positive input into my into my my thoughts doesn't mean you're going to pull me, try to pull me in and hook me into something that's deleterious. Well, you but know I what think I think it is sometimes too, is to, to, to get us to talk about things like, you know, so here, um, you know, in your situation, for instance, um, just to uh, engage your thought process with a three-letter agency in hopes that maybe you might repeat that you're getting some subliminal messaging and that to discredit us. But, you know, but um, it, it, I think when, when they get us in that frame of mind 
uh, the sleep deprivation and the anger and the engagement, the post-traumatic stress. But that's when the brain entrainment comes around. And, and uh, absolutely, eraser, brain eraser, memory erase. Um, but at the same time, too, it's like I can go, like, weeks, and I'll have this, like, phenomenal, um, my brain just, just uses parts that, uh, you know, shock me. I mean, it, it like, wakes up. And then, you know, and then I'll feel fussy. So it's bizarre. It's bizarre to even talk like this. Yeah, well, at least least I get it confirmed that this is what they're doing. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, and I heard, too, that you've got some, you know, kind of exciting news going on, too. You know, some some positive things with your situation. Um, Well, I mean, I... I'm still under the guardianship. Um, it's, I mean, it's, it, I think, I think, I think what happened, Shelly, is because, um, you know, I, I've got that information, you, you know, about, you know, exposing that, which it's, it's been out there all along, you know, about the um, American Psych, you know, Psychiatric Association. You know, I really think that that is, um, was positive for me because exposing that and letting you know letting the powers that be know that I know that they're that it's all a sham see they just want to pull the wool over our eyes you know and if they can do it they will and it's you know it's the words that they use you know mainly by when they speak to us I mean in a lot of ways. I mean, we know there's a lot going on, but for legal things, it's the words that they use. They have double meanings in many cases, and um, they just twist everything around. So it's um, it was very beneficial to me to find out this information, I do believe, because it totally changed, you know, my attitude. And... Uh, you know, it just puts it puts the truth out there, which is what we need. You know, when you put a, a light in a dark room, you know, it just it you can see. So that's you know what happened, and this is you know I'd like to be able to get that information to you and to put it on your website so that if anybody you know needs to download it and they got a situation like um, this Chris guy out in Spokane has, you know somebody can email it to him or, you know, something so that he, you know, people can get this information and say, listen, you know, this isn't going to work with us anymore. Because once you, you know, once you get on to what, what, once you're exposed to what they're, you know, they're doing to us, it, it just doesn't work anymore. It's like letting the air out of a balloon. Yeah, I agree. I, I think you would be a perfect person to um, to to also to because you've got a lot of experience in that, and you've self-taught uh, in helping others get out of it and being institutionalized. I know you've been right in there to help because you've got a lot of great yeah, experience. Right, and I'm willing to do what I can, Shelley. I'm really limited right now. I, I mean, I they they've jacked up my computer, and I'm not computer proficient. I can't get it fixed. They they've um, they're sabotaging me as usual, but worse, you know, I mean, like it, it couldn't come at a worse time. They've stolen every dollar I have. I mean, I haven't been anywhere in a week. You know, I have, I have like, I'm 
like broke right now, and that's exactly where they want me to be. So I mean, I'm paying the price, you know. But yeah, I'm 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 self-taught. I'm learning the hard way, of course, like we all are. And um, but I am more than willing to help people. And uh, um, you know, if uh, if Kate is still on, um, I'm still waiting to find out if uh, if these papers have gotten transmitted to her yet, as I know she wants some. And um, um. You know, I just really want to get it out there so that, you know, we have we have to take our power back. That's what we need to do. We need to take our power back so that they can't keep stealing it from us. I agree. 100%. And I think that's kind of where we're, we're, we're really trying to, uh, well, you know, to get the, the public awareness is, is, is big. And I think we're, uh, we're getting a lot of results right now with Dave Voigt and, and and the councils and the interviews with the uh, media uh, and uh, more exposure. I mean, mainstream media. I mean, here we come. And so, I mean, that, I'm just going to keep thinking positive because um, that's, yeah. And and then to be more organized so that we can get people out of the institutions to make it harder for these guys to pull their shenanigans. You know, so to put on our armor so we know what to, you know, I mean, these guys, I mean, we're fighting the computer for heaven's sake. So let's, you know, um, but yeah, just just stick together and help each other and then and we will not be silenced. So, That's right. Uh, That's right. We can't let them overcome us like this. And we know they're trying. They're, I mean, they pull every dirty trick every time you turn around. It's just amazing, you know, that, that they, they just never give up. And, you know, they've got so many coming at us and so many different people and things and devices and methods, you know, from every direction 24-7. I know. It is overwhelming. You know, it is overwhelming for all of us. But, but you know what, you guys, a word of encouragement here. We've got to, we've got to lift ourselves up by the bootstraps. You know, we can do it. Okay, we're not stupid people. If we've figured everything out this far, we can do more. You know what I'm saying? And we have figured out a lot because when I first started getting on these calls, we were just all we were doing were we we were just moaning and groaning and complaining and stressed stressing about what they were doing to us but look at how far we have come you guys and we've come a long way so we got to pat ourselves on the back for that but we're not done yet and we can keep going and we got to get to the point where we can be proactive and we can spy them out before they attack us i like that, I like that for sure absolutely We've just got to organize more is what we've got to do. We've got, we've got to organize. There's so many liberty groups out there, and everybody's going through the same thing, but, you know, in different ways. Well, we know it all boils down to what they're doing with us. They're, 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 they're doing the CPS thing. They're doing the, the mental health thing. They're um, taking uh, people's uh, homes and property. These are the main things that they are doing to, to people all across this country. And the bottom line is they're taking, yes, our, our energy, and they're taking our wealth. That's right. They're That's taking right. our freedom, and we got to stop it. That's the bottom line. It, it is about, you know, what... Of course, that we're targeting, but the, that's the bottom line, and that's what they're going to use this technology on is is more control. You know that and, exactly. And, you know. Yeah, that's it. So we've we've got a you know we we know that we're all hurting you know because they've de- they've done so much to damage our lives, 
and we don't have a whole lot to go on in cer- certain circumstances, you know, like some people can, you know, they have access and knowledge to use a computer. I don't. I may have, I, I'm, I'm an idea person. I get a lot of good ideas. I'm just not real good at carrying them out. It's a challenge for me because of my circumstances to do that. You know, some people have a little more money than others and other people don't. And what we need to do is organize a chain, you know, people that, you know, have access to these tools, you know, you know, do this, and, and you know, it's like, you know, making a chain, a human chain with the tools that we have to get from point A to point B to Z if we have to. What is your computer doing? Oh, they 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 just, uh, they crashed it, and, oh, listen, I was, yeah, I was out at a hot spot, I was using it, and, and they, they got to it, and I was trying to get it back up, and, and, uh, they even they changed the time on it, and I didn't know how to change it back because it was a different program that I had used before. So I asked this guy, and and, and he's well, just what time it was, and then he came over and started talking to me. Well, he come to find out he was an IT professional, so he started helping me a little bit with this and that. Well, then come to find out he's an IT professional with Homeland Security. So he actually deleted something off the phone. I mean, I'm sorry, off the computer. I don't know what it was. And uh, then he looked on the bottom of it so he could get the serial number off it. Oh, wow. Yeah. So it's not working now? Well, I don't have enough. Uh, it, it is, but it's really slow. And I need to get it looked at in my, my uh, what do you call it, the... Um, Antivirus, okay, that's in bad shape, and um, so I kind of don't want to use it until I can get get the, at least get the antivirus back up to par. And uh, I'm just really like internet stupid um, because every time I try to to learn it, I just get sabotaged. And I mean, this has happened like three, four times now. I'm just you know tired of it. I'd like to learn it, but uh, until I can get my circumstances under better control, you know, it's it's not going to work like I need it to work for me. So it's it's really bad. I can't even do email at this point in time. So it just really hinders me and uh, slows me down, you know, and it prevents me from being able to interact and to help other people in ways that I, I know I could, you know, if I didn't have all these little sabotages here and there. Okay. Have you tried to defrag it? I don't even know how to do that. <laughs> I don't even know how. All right. Uh, do you have, um, Shelly, do you still, this is Beth, do you still have my telephone number to give her? Who, who is this? Uh, my name is Beth, B-E-T-H. Oh, I don't know you. Uh, no, Shelly, are you still on? I don't know if she's still there. Um, well, what I can do is you can get my telephone number from Shelly, um, give me a call, and I can walk you through some stuff to try and see if we can't fix it. Oh, that would be great. Okay, what state are you in? I'm in Florida. Florida? All right. All right. I'll check with Shelly. Okay. Okay, thanks. You're welcome. Okay, hang on, you guys. I'm going to get Chris on the phone. Hold on a second.
Hello. Hello. Hi, is Beth still on the line? Yeah, I'm still here. Hi, Beth. This is Brenda Fonts. I just wanted to say hello. How are you? Oh, tortured and tortured and retortured. Oh, that stinks. I'm here. Oh. I want to go pee and grab my Coke. Okay. Yeah. I didn't. Ex- well, I've had a couple of years rest from them while they were setting up the new house, but it's okay. Yeah, they probably found you again and and then started all over because that's what just happened. I just had a roommate move in from Tennessee, and yeah. uh, and it started. He brought all of it with him because <laughs> he mm-hmm. was targeted up in Tennessee. Yeah, yeah. So they're all back again. Oh, I'm, yeah, going through Ten- I'm going through Tennessee. Maybe all the way back I'll stop in. My neighbor that lives right next door to me threatened the president, so the Secret Service was here about two months ago. Oh, oh my God. They're going to have a meeting with you over there. He's malicious. Okay, we've got Chris on the call here from... From Spokane, and uh, Medical Lake. Medical Lake, yes, you're right. And uh, and Deborah was on. Yeah, sorry, my the background noise here is awful. So yeah, uh, Deborah was on earlier, and people have called and and uh, you know really, uh, you know, advocating for this. So um, so yeah, tell tell kind of update us about what's going on with you and your court and things like that. All of my court. Um, court is on July 11th. Um, I'm hoping um, Deborah is going to get some people to come visit me. Maybe um, you know, be at my court or something. Um, really. Um, I mean, it's just a petition made by Ernest Asher that they keep using to, um, uh, you know, make their accusations against me as to why I'm here and why I should be here. Um, And, you know, the the public defender didn't defend me at the 14-day commitment hearing. He just allowed them to you know, make all the accusations of the petitioner, denied me my right to face my accuser in court. And, um, you know, they, he he said, oh, well, they won't be able to use that. They're, you know, holding you based on the fact that they think you got a mental illness. But um, then they, uh, excuse me, they just said, um, all the same stuff that um, was on the petition, and my public defender did nothing to defend me. Um, And he says he's going to do that again for the 90-day commitment hearing. And um, the only thing he's going to do to defend me is say, um, he's going to let them say all their stuff. He's going to deny me the right to face my accuser who made the accusation that the psychiatrist is going to use to incriminate me, 
And the only thing he's going to do is say, well, if you didn't have that paper, would your determination still be the same? And, of course, the psychiatrist is going to say, yes, based on this, blah, 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 that, blah, blah, blah. And I'm going to be fucked just the same way I got fucked at the 14-day hearing for the 90-day hearing unless, you know, I get a real attorney that takes over this case. And uh, my other problem is my property. Um, I was taken into the hospital on the 6th of May, approximately the 10th of May. I I made a call um, saying, hey, to the the manager at the time who's been replaced um, by a really dirty manager that was running the motel with the shabbing with the stabbing and the shooting murders and um they they came in and wiped out every piece of property I had all my suits dress clothes all my you know prescription meds all my you know like my bed linens my 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 towels my my shoes um you know, I had so much stuff that I had accumulated, you know, to do my political job and go to Freemasons. And then there's all my, you know, Freemasonic awards, they jack, my Bible, my cipher, um, my golden-plated trowel, um, you know, uh, my, my Masonic jewelry, my cell phones with all my contacts for all my employers and friends. I mean, there's nothing that these people didn't wipe out for me. And, um, you know, I, I've, I've heard, you know, you know, some people have called, you know, first, you know, they just said, oh, well, we trashed his clothes. Then they said, well, they had some stuff in my tablet. Now they're just saying that they have a tablet. And um, it's the Shangri-La Motel. Um, you know, their phone number to the motel is 509-747-2066. And, you know, in case anyone's writing it down, the, the owner is Todd, and his cell phone is 509-842-4080. And um, I'm really just trying to find anybody that will help me out to claim whatever you know, properties I might still have left that they haven't stolen. So yeah, I mean, I, I hate to say, but several people have called and they've got all the same response from, I mean, well, I've you actually know. heard various different responses to the level of property I still have. Oh. Uh, as far as yeah, okay, well. Uh, hey, Chris. Um, and I just want people to keep calling them and, you know, telling them, you know, why'd they jack me? I mean, my rent was paid on the 1st of May, and they jacked everything out in my room like the 10th of May, and and I was going to pay my rent again, but I just found out that I was robbed and I I didn't have property or a room to pay rent on anymore. Okay. Well, someone's trying to ask you a question, Chris. Let's Go see. ahead. Hello? Yes. Oh, can you hear me? I can hear you. Oh, okay. Um well Chris, I um let me ask you this first. Have you tried calling any of your Masonic brothers to help you? I don't have their phone numbers. Those kind of things are jacked too. 
Yeah, well, do you think they'd actually help you? Um, I don't know. I, You know, I, the best thing I can do, which I don't even have clothes to wear to the lodge now, is, you know, get out of here and go to the lodge and tell them that all my Masonic articles are stolen. You know, my apron was stolen. I mean, everything was stolen. Um, I don't know if they'll help me or not. Um, you know, like, I don't know what they would do to help me. Maybe they could help me replace some of my Masonic things. But, well, that's, I mean, that will be real interesting if they do help you, um, okay? So you could either try them or you can try um, CCHR, which I guess um, somebody, Deborah's working with you on that. Yeah, I've been talking to Deborah about that. Okay. And um, um, I'm not going to judge you, Chris, but I just want to say that a lot of people think and believe that a lot of uh, Masons are into stalking us. And I don't get mad at me, but I just need to say that piece, okay? You can't serve two masters, all right? Um, you know, I'm not a stalker. Freemasons aren't stalking anybody. Um, Freemasonry it's is just, just a fraternal just, organization. Okay, know, well, not gonna, let's not get into it. Let's not even get into that. And what his what his beliefs or his beliefs? Let's, please, let's not. We don't need to debate that. Okay, so let's. No, right. I have, I have family members that were thirty three, thirty third degrees. Okay. You know, so you're I'm watching just, too much YouTube videos. Well, what I'm going to say, I'm just going to sit down. I'm just stating that some people believe that, okay? If you can get your Masonic brothers to help you, more power to you, Chris. I'm trying to give you your options. CCHR is another, and another thing that you can do is you... concrete mason, like, you know, that, I, hear you. I don't know what you think masonry is about, but it's about concrete. Yeah, I, I understand. Okay, I'm not, okay, Chris, I'm trying to help you here, okay? The other thing that you can do is you can um, um, tell these people that you, that are in the medical facilities, including the, the psychiatrists and the nurses that you work with and the judge, that, that there's uh, no scientific evidence or proof or test that you are mentally ill. I'm, okay? I'm not and mentally so Ill. They, I believe you. I they try to do the same thing on me. They tried to do the why, same thing. Why? How did they? How did they railroad you in there? What happened? Um, does Does anybody listening um, know the story that I've told on this already? You know, like um, I guess I, I can tell it again, I, unless just, you know, just, like yeah, just give a brief synopsis. Um. Well, I I, I went to church and. Um, you know, I was talking to this Bible minister, and, you know, I was referred to go into, like, his Bible study group, you know, and um, so I tried to do that. He um, was real shady about letting me know where the Bible study was, was going to be, and he lied to me a few times. Like, first he said it was at his house, I was going to, you know, go to his house, and then he called me back a few minutes later to say, oh, no, it's going to be somewhere else, and then few minutes later, he just was like, no, there's not going to be no Bible study at all. Something came up, da 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 yo. And then I went to church the next week, and um, he uh, said that he really, really wanted to do that with me, and he wanted to meet with me, so I gave him one of my cards with my info on it, with my Facebook and my email and my phone number, and 
you know, also had a picture of the implant in my brain. But um, anyhow, he got on my Facebook and found stuff he didn't like and used it to get me in here. Oh, my God. Yeah, and, that uh, that sounds like that's, uh, yeah, that doesn't sound right. You know, and I just I talk about my belief in the plurality of worlds and implants and technology that that is you know targeting people and and you know Mr. Bible Minister doesn't like that you know he he tells people to listen to the voice of Jesus and Holy Spirit in their heads and, and well you know, he can, he can do that all he wants to but there's there's pastors that are out there. And that should be something when you go to your hearing, reference the pastors that actually believe in everything that you do, that especially here in Florida, they had a conference here this year, and they actually have... Well, I'm um, not going to reference any of that stuff, like, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm just, you know, what I, what I just said is, you know, that I, I write fictionist, you know, information right. and I entertain myself right. with the Facebook page, and I talk to people about their beliefs and and whatnot, like, I, I denied that I believe any of that sort of stuff. Um, well, Chris, your best bet is going to be is if you confront these people with the truth. And the truth is, is that the American Psychiatric Association has admitted in their own documentation, okay, that they, that this is, that they don't have facts, okay? They don't have proof and they don't have legal Ending to um, to do civil commitments on people and to accuse people of being incompetent or disabled um, mentally. Okay, I'm telling you the truth. And you can, when you go back into the, you know, talk to the nurses there, to tell them to um, to um, look at the read the foreword in the DSM four and five manuals. Well. You know, that's why I need an attorney, because me saying you know, stuff doesn't you know mean Chris, a whole lot. I'm Chris, I'm be, I've been powerful, the attorneys are not going to help you. They're on their side, okay? I know. The public defender is. That's exactly no, what no, I was just won't. telling you. Yeah, but, they, you they know, won't. Not if they're a bar card if, carrying If you pay attorney. an attorney, they're, they're not on their side. They're on your side. You just got to give them, like, two Gs. Uh, Chris? Chris? Huh. Hi, this is Lonnie. Have you spoken Hi, with your patient advocate yet? Um, yeah, I spoke to him. Turns out that he's a schizophrenic that used to be in this hospital <laughs> as a as a you know involuntary commitment, and that's what a patient advocate is. Patient advocate is just um, you know uh, a person who was in the hospital for psychiatric illness. Yeah, but that's okay. He knows the ropes, and he's there to help you. So, um, well, it, I, I told him, you know, what I because you can't, you got to, you got to get along with someone, someone along the way. That, you know, you have to. You, 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 you want to get like, help, and you want to get out of there, Chris. You know, so maybe, maybe you know, there there might be help, but it doesn't look that way after talking to him. Well, I mean, Jody's been through the same thing too with her advocates. I mean, it's been a, it's been a challenge for her, so I'm gonna keep, I, I know, get it. Yeah, hitting them up, trying to get them to do stuff for me for sure, but. Yeah. You know, so far, I mean, I told them everything that yeah. I needed to have done, and, okay. you know, it seems like there's no help. I need someone to go to that motel and acquire my possessions. And yeah, God, see, that's just, that just re-triggers you all over again when you hear the news. You know, that's just, 
you know, what I would deal with that when you out of What they're doing there with him selling. I need to deal with it now because when I get out of here, you know, no, I don't need to wait until I get out of here. I need it dealt the with thing, now. You get escalated just talking about it. I know it makes you mad, but, you know, that just. Well, I mean, legal action needs to be taken against them. I need to get whatever You're going to have to file a civil suit. You're going to have to file a civil suit. Okay, well, I would like to file a civil suit after I get some of my things back. Yeah, well, well what, they're, okay. what they're basically you know, doing is not doing anything about it isn't going to solve any problem. Okay, so you get you get really escalated. It really is a, a trigger for you. Be, and we, we get it. Your stuff is your, you know. That's, well, doing nothing isn't the answer. Well, we've, we've tried. We've called in, and he sticks to I've heard the same story from a couple Chris, of people earlier. But what, we, Chris, we, you know, Shelly, what they're doing is they're doing an eviction process on him. Is that what they said? I ain't heard that yet. Well, well, that essentially is what they're doing. They, they, they're doing this to people all across the country, and I see the patterns. What they do is they do an eviction on you and a civil asset forfeiture. Well, he's already said that he's got his computer, at least, but he said that his clothes... I heard uh, that I at first it day. was my clothes that was gone, yeah. and I heard that okay, there was, my, there was some things with my computer. With you, Chris. Okay, I understand you. this is very stressful for you to be going through. But and I'm and the longer you, this I'm goes on, the less and less stuff I, I have, apparently. Yeah, so just, I mean, I would, I don't even know what to be advice to Chris, because it's just, you know, We'd like you to get your things back, but until you well, get out, keep out. calling what, him and what, what, you that. Did, what you should probably do, Chris, is find somebody that have can, a protest can, outside the motel. Find somebody that you can that go that you can go with and try to take someone with you when you get out of there and make a police report. Okay, now I've already I, made a police report. Okay, and it's probably but that doesn't not do anything. That's just uh, exactly, a police because report. Because yeah, because you know why, Chris? Because more than likely it's the police that are in on doing this to you. That's just well, the way it po- is. police ain't in on doing this to me. The police just don't have to care because the laws, you know, are, are just not requiring them to. No, because, Chris, what's going Right, and what is going on is they're doing evictions on people, they're doing civil asset forfeitures, they're selling your stuff, and the, it's going into the police retirement fund. No, no, I don't believe all that. Okay, well, I don't believe I that the police is, 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 is having a conspiracy against me. I think it's just dirty it's landlords not jacking people. You. It's not just against you. They're doing this to so many people across the country. Well, it's Chris. got nothing You're to do with research. the police. It's just yes, that it these landlords jack people. I'm not the first person they've done it to. They've done it to other people while I was living there. Okay. Well, I'm trying to bottom line it for you, Chris. Okay, I've done a lot of research. I know other people that have been through this. I've been through it. Okay. Hey, Chris, I, I had a quick question for you. Is it the rental that you did? Is it for a weekly or is it for month, monthly rental at the hotel? It's it's daily, weekly, monthly. Okay, so how did you set it up with them? Did you set it up as, I was, as daily, I've been paying monthly? monthly for a year and a half there. Uh, okay, so you have all your... Do you have all your receipts and stuff, or is there a way that you can get I've been get charging receipts? it all to my, my card. Every, every okay. Once a month, I go in on the first and slide my card, and, and it's been that way 
monthly. And you have access to those receipts. Time. You can get those receipts online. Oh, I can just, you know, I, I could call the card, yeah, and, and have, you know, a, a report sent to me of, of $700 paid on the first every month. All right. So if that's the case, so you were paid up, you paid on the first, you paid through the and end of this month. And I got receipts, too, you know. Like, okay. Did you pay through the end of this month? I paid. Uh, I, I didn't Did get pay? to pay for this month. That's what I'm telling you. I paid for the whole month of May. And okay. um, they they took all my stuff out, and I tried to pay them, and I discovered that I had been robbed for everything. When and, when did they pay, just, when did know, they take your stuff out? About the tenth is is what I'm hearing from the, the, tenth, old, the tenth, um, from the past management that I called. That's that's what he said, and and the management that took over confirmed saying that. There's no one in room 12 when I called to say, hey, I'm the guy in room 12 that wants to pay my monthly rent. Oh, there's no one in room 12, they said to me. They said, you know, that room's been cleared out for, you know, like a while. They didn't specify exactly how long, but they said that it's like it's been cleared out and, and they're doing renovations on it. You know, and they've been remodeling rooms because it's a corroded old place, and um, that's 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 what I heard. I gotta I gotta go get my snack right now, or I'm not gonna get to. Um, but I still want to stay on the call. I'm just gonna grab it and pull it over here, if that's okay with everybody. Absolutely. Well, all right. It'll, it'll take me a few minutes, but I'll be right back over here, and um, then I'll answer some more questions. Well, he's overwhelmed, that's for sure. Yeah, and he's got his receipts, and if he's been there for over a year, he may have recourse, um, especially because if he has receipts and he's been paying on a monthly basis. And if he'd paid on May, they, the the hotel probably has, if you don't pay by a certain date, then they take your stuff out of the room. Um, but usually they have to hold it. So I'm surprised that it's still not there. He may have recourse because he's been there for so long. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm sure, and I'm sure they would have to keep it a minimum of 30 days, and they should have to have put it in storage. Right, exact, exactly. That's why I'm surprised that the guy's being... Uh, so I don't know if anybody in Washington is on the phone. Um, if you can find out what the law is as far as if... Um, if someone's staying at a motel and if it's, um, if they, they have been there, I know the laws are different. Florida is the same way. There's a lot of people here, especially in the area where I live that are actually, they're living out of motels. There's families that are living out of motels and they've been in the motels and they, they go month to month. Um, and, and there is. They have changed some of it. I don't know what the Washington laws are. Um, but if you can look into it and see if they do have to hold 
um, property and how long they have to hold it for and just let him know. Uh, yeah, I can. I'm in Port Angeles. I'm hours and hours away. But um, couldn't I just go by a hotel and find out? I don't know any yeah, lawyers. You- you know? Yeah, you, that actually would be a better idea. And just just play stupid. Go walk in the motel and just say, hey, listen, you know, I'm going to need some place for a month. You know, what are the rules and the regulations? You know, what if this happens, that happens? Just play real stupid and see what they say. Okay. Okay, thank you. Good idea. You're welcome. We just got to get him to understand all these these attorneys are not going to help him no matter what. They are not going to help him at all. That that's not true. Don't 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 say that. You don't know that. They are right. our attorneys that will help. He just needs to find the right one. Well, if he's got enough money uh, for them. Uh okay. Uh Chris, um this is Melinda from Southern California. I'm just wondering a couple of things you can ask yourself. The landlord has to keep your stuff for a certain period of time or two weeks or whatever, what the laws are in Washington, I don't know. And then, of course, it's abandonment, and they can take it, and most of them usually just help themselves to it. But if you can think of any documentation or dates, um, you know, they cannot just come and throw your stuff out in the street. And also, even if you've been taken away, so to speak, they have to put a three-day notice to pay or quit if your rent is not paid. If your rent is paid, they have no right to enter your unit um, until you're you're, uh, in arrears. So um, I don't know what your rent status is, but if you haven't paid for a month and they've re-rented your unit, whatever. I got some snacks and coffee. They they got you some snacks and coffee? Yeah, yeah. I had um, someone mail me in some Doritos and Cheetos. And, okay, um, uh, this is, I'm talking about your apartment and the contents of your apartment. Uh, he could have sold those. He could have given them away. He could have kept them. Uh, trying to find out where they are is real important. Um, I agree. Yeah, that, Melinda, Melinda, he he does have a time heard. frame there, so you have to go back to the date that you left, what your rent was paid up to, and he had no right to enter your unit. That's uh, you know, I, I you agree. Know, there's an and that's why it's so urgent that I handle this matter now, and and not like one lady said, oh, just wait until you're out of there, and so he has legal clearance to jack you for everything or something, because I'm sure it's a time. Yeah, well, do, have you paid any rent at all since you've been in incarceration in uh, the ward? I paid May first. I was taken to the Two, hospital May sixth. You're paying it advance. I paid for so the month on May first. Okay, you were paid for until June. Let let me explain it to you again. Um, I paid for the entire month of May on May 1st. On the 6th, Mm -hmm. I was taken into the hospital. On the 10th, they took everything out of my room to begin renovations. Oh, they can't do that. And then... They cannot do that. And then, I guess, my property has gotten smaller and smaller and smaller over the course of the month. And, um, you know, I I tried to call to pay them when I found out the information that I had no room to make a payment on anymore and that my property was, you know, iffy, if if there at all. And um, then I've been getting reports that what I own is less and less and less. 
Yeah, well, you know, uh, you should maybe have Deborah call and uh, uh, drill that landlord. Where are his clothes? Did you sell Mm -hmm. them? Did you store them? You know, are they in piles somewhere? Melinda, hold on one second. Chris, we while you were getting your snack, we had we had a conversation. There's somebody that's gonna be going by the hotel and they're gonna ask a bunch of questions. They're gonna pretend like they're actually um gonna be renting a room for a month and they're gonna find out what the situation is, what the actual what the actual policies are of the hotel and all of it. So that's going to happen within the next couple of days. Well, who is this person that's going to be doing that? Can I know them? Chris, this is Lonnie. I'm in Port Angeles. I can't go by your motel. She just said go by and find out from motel owners what the law is because I don't know what it is either. And I was thinking that might be the best thing to do is just ask a motel owner. I don't know any lawyers. So that was all I've wanted to do. If there's a better idea, somebody else might be able to help. I mean, I'm if I had kidding. someone nearby that could go by the there. You, you, know. you guys, you guys, you know what? The thing is, laws. the whole reason why they're doing this is because the laws are not being followed. Okay, we our courts are 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 de, are de facto courts. Okay. So this is why we're getting into all these problems. Okay, there's a problem with our with our whole legal system all across this well, country. We, we know that there's a problem, but what we need to do first off, we need to have somebody go by. We need to find out what well, actually you know, that is. Well, I mean, Chris needs to be worried about this. Yeah, but he needs to be worried about what they're going to be doing to him in there first and foremost. So he well, can no, no, I already know what they're doing to me in here. Exactly. You know, getting out of here is is one thing. But right now, while I can't get out of here, something needs to be done to retrieve whatever is left of my possessions from these people right. and, and find out what happened to them. Right. Well, I yeah. 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 I'm kind of not okay. liking oh. listening to the lady hey. telling me to do nothing about my life and wait until it's you know completely oh. gone exactly. to find out exactly. that it's no, no. longer there. Okay. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's Chris, not let, a me, uh, let me just say one thing in an alphabet. You must all have any documentation. One, one, one at a time here. Um, uh, Did anybody tell you the things were taken out? Hang on a second. Hang on a second. Hang on a second. Um, first of all, Chris, I'm going to hang up here in, a, in a, just a couple minutes. Someone else would have to call you to three-way you line to Ella's call. Ella's call is one four one four seven six. I'm going to be ending the call in just about five minutes. And um, so if someone else wants to call Chris at 509-565-4626 and three-way. So he, he can, ID to this call is, is what, one four. One four one four seven six. One four one four seven six. That's, that's so Ella's, I know in the future I have it written down. No, this this, this is six six three three nine. But Ella's going to take over for me tonight. And uh, so five zero nine five six five. What is it? Four six three six. Chris. Um, four six two six. Four six two six. And four six eight three is the other one in case okay. the first one but, is booked up. All right, and, and also, um, they, I've heard several people say 
that they that he threw away your stuff due to bugs, uh, to bugs that your clothing had bed bugs in it or That's some kind of bug. They say that about everyone they jack. This okay, is a so. recurring lie that they use to jack people, and and it's not just me. It's happened to. It's happened right. to other people there, and I've been there to witness it and hear them use that excuse as to the reason why. Okay. So, I mean, we should and, be checking after, that out, too, because that's just wrong. And, and, and after they did it to the last person, they gave me a can of bed bug spray and, oh, and, wow. and spider killer. Wow. I was there to witness them do it to the last guy. And, you know, so in order to, you know, convince me that this was the reason why they said and did it, they gave me bug spray to say, here, Wow. That that would just set me up. <laughs> it's just a flat lot. You cannot believe these people. They throw people out and they jack them. Wow. Well, you need to find out for some of those people that have been through the same thing. But anyways, Chris. Okay, so everybody, one four one four seven six, and then please call Chris and freeway him on one four seven six. Is that the new call that's coming on or something? Yes, that's the new call that I'm getting off, and and Ella's going to open up her room. So if someone's going to call you, I'm hoping someone will call you, Chris, and three-way you into Ella's call, okay? okay. And so can, I, I'm, can I just give out, you know, does anyone want the numbers to call for the motel? Does anyone need any information from me, like, you know, like like calling my calling the motel? And, and you know, I, I can give you the address of the motel, too, if someone wants to go by there. Hello? Anybody? Well, I think um, I think those I think those were already given out earlier, and I think anybody that was in that area took down the information before you came on the call. Okay, so thanks again, everybody, for for um, the call tonight, and I'm going to end the call. Sorry, I didn't have a, a better. Um, outline and things. It was just kind of a cold call. I didn't want you guys hanging. So, um, you know, thanks for coming on and being out of town. People in the chat are going, wow, what a, what a call tonight. <laughs> but, um, but I, you know, thank you, everybody, for coming together, working together, and, and moving forward with, um, with uh, our, what we're trying to expose this and stuff. I so. that, that one lady who was thanks, trying to Shelley. get someone to come by my place. They're there. Yeah. yeah. So, so, so yeah, I'm, well, I'm still here. Idea. We'll we'll get it. Thank we'll get you. It Thank you, guys. Being helpful. And they're coming Thanks, on Wednesday. Thanks, Shelly. Okay, you know, I wasn't plugging, but it's just you know, it just kind of blows me away. Yeah, I just need to make sure we can handle that. Sally, how many people are on the call? About a hundred. Okay. Sally. So I have the room open, guys, whoever wants to. Um, I've already logged into it, so whoever wants to come on over, it's ready to go. And, uh, yeah, make yourself, you know, come on over. Someone three-way me, you know, I'll be here. Yeah. Okay. So I want to uh, call Chris and three-way him in. That would be appreciated. And uh, sure. So things will get back on track, you know, with my life and, and uh, my. <laughs> so so thank you, everybody, for. All right, you guys. Good night. Good night, you guys. Good night, Kelly. Good night, everybody. One four one four seven six. And someone call me. Have a good road trip. Be careful.
Say hi to Ronald. I'll, I'll be on Wednesday. Dave Boyce will be in on Wednesday also to update. So I, met, be, I said, I'll say hello yeah. to Ronald McDonald. I met. <laughs> I'm at Ronald McDonald right now. Okay, you guys. Uh, Y'all have a good night, and uh, we'll talk to you soon. Good night. Okay. Bye, Bye-bye. everyone. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.